your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. With Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker. Great to have you with us on 101 ESPN. And we go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line tonight. The semifinals of the ACC tournament, Duke and Miami at five or at 6 o'clock St. Louis time, followed by Virginia Tech in North Carolina. And joining us now is the gentleman who's going to be calling those games on ESPN Radio, Sean Kelly, native of uh, St. Louis. And it's always good to talk to Sean. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Randy, I'm doing great. The Blues won. Baseball figured it out. 99 days I went without wearing a Cardinals hat, just in frustration. So today, I will wear the Cardinals hat, and I will get ready for my games tonight. I love the fact that you're back so quickly. And so so is St. Louis. As you might imagine, the, the town is pretty fired up this morning. Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously baseball has its problems. But when you grow up in St. Louis like we did, and, and, and we have that team and, and this town and that relationship, it means something. I, you know what? More than anything else, I'm happy for all the people that work around the game, that their livelihoods depend on baseball playing in their full schedule and, and, and being at a certain time of year on time as expected. Those things make me happy this morning. The rest of it will take care of itself come you know next month. Well, Sean, let's keep it local. LSU beating Mizzou 76-68 in the SEC tournament yesterday, ending their season. Do you think Conzo Martin has coached his final game in Columbia? I don't know, you know, and that's, it's a great question. Uh, and certainly I still, because it's the hometown team, I, you know, I worked in Columbia for a number of years. Um, I, I root for Mizzou kind of passively. I want them to do well. Uh, and, you know, of course they're, they're in what is now a much better SEC basketball conference than it was, you know, prior to Mizzou joining. So, you know, can you be patient and stay the course and see what lies ahead? I, I, you know, I don't really know what he has coming down the pipe as far as recruits go. So really, I'm not qualified to answer that question. I'm, I'm a fan of giving uh, coaches probably a longer chance than they get in the, in the current climate. But at the same time, you know, the body of work does somewhat speak for itself. Sean, one of the things we do root for in this business, and especially you as a national play-by-play guy, is the story. And the story in your ACC tournament would be Duke and North Carolina both winning tonight, wouldn't it? It would. You know, I think selfishly for me, obviously, because I'll have the game tomorrow night as well, I, I would love to have Duke-North Carolina for a number of reasons, one of which is obvious is that, you know, Mike Krzyzewski's curtain call here. And uh, I think going out as the champion of the tournament would be fitting for him. I think it would also maybe put them on the one line for the tournament, uh, the big tournament. And then the, the other reason is Carolina is really playing well right now. They might be one of the hottest teams going. Uh, they had a dominant win last night. Uh, they'll have a struggle a little bit tonight. But, look, Duke Carolina is, you know, is the heritage of this conference in the last you know, 20, 30 years. And so, therefore, I think it's, it's the most uh, – 
pageantry that we'd have in the ACC tournament. It's only fitting that it would be the two shades of blue in Coach K's last game in this tournament. All those things play into it, so it would make for you know great entertainment, as you mentioned. When you look to the NCAA tournament, Sean, do you think this Duke Blue Devils team is capable of winning it all? I, I almost changed my mind week to week. Like a couple of weeks ago, I had their game in Virginia, and they played very well. And I thought, uh oh, Duke's peaking. They're coming on at the right time. They have weapons. Uh, you know, they've, they've got the big center in, in Williams. The guard plays great, including the St. Louis and uh, Caleb, excuse me, Caleb loves with Carolina. But anyway, they have the guard, great guard play with Wendell Moore, uh, Jeremy Roach now coming off the bench for them. But yet then they'll turn around and they kind of lay an egg in, in, in the final home game against Carolina. This week they look like the weight of the world is on their shoulders. They're playing tight this week. Uh, maybe it'll loosen up here today for Duke. I, I think as much as maybe seven other teams right now, they have a legitimate chance of winning the whole thing. Um, so I put them in the conversation, but yet I'm waiting to see kind of a more consistent streak from Duke, and maybe perhaps it comes out of this week if they can win three straight. Sean, I am an unapologetic Illinois homer. Would you put Illinois in that seven-team conversation to win it all? It's a team that is missing a lot of components that they were last year, but they still seem to find a way. They had a lot of diversity this year, and here they are sitting with the number one seed in the Big Ten tournament. So what do you think of Illinois? Well, yes, absolutely, Michelle, they're in that conversation. They are at the top of arguably the most competitive, the most powerful conference in college basketball right now. They lead the Big Ten in most three-pointers per game, and they also allow the fewest three-pointers allowed per game this season. That's, that's remarkable to me. And I think they have what I love is the combo of, again, um, you know, powerful big and Kofi Coburn, 2010 guy, and then, and then guard play. Trent Frazier leading that, you know, over 200 career steals. And, and when you have a number like that, that means you've been around for a while. And I think when you look at Illinois' roster, they have several guys that have a lot of experience. And in this year's tournament, that's going to go a long, long way. Yes, you have to have a legit National Player of the Year candidate. Coburn checks that box. And I think you've got to have a lot of experience uh, to fight your way through and make it to the Final Four, and they check that box too. They are a tough team. Brad has them playing with a certain edge. Um, they got a little bit of a struggle today. I think Indiana at 10.30 a.m., I think it's the local time start for their game today. That's awfully tough to overcome, but they've done enough to put themselves in a great seated position, and they're in the conversation for, obviously, the Final Four. Sean Kelly calls college football and basketball on ESPN Radio with us now on 101 ESPN and the native of St. Louis. Uh, Sean, you mentioned the SEC being much tougher than when Mizzou joined. One thing that hasn't changed is that Kentucky is good, but the way Kentucky is good is really unusual. And if people haven't been paying attention, John Calipari has a senior and a couple of juniors. He's only got four freshmen on the roster, and only one of them is really contributing. It's amazing to me how Calipari has changed his stripes from the one-and-done guy to a guy who's be pretty traditional in the way the Kentucky team is built. Yeah, isn't that weird? I mean, it's almost stark because we were so used to the ones-and-dones and, and Calipari, that guy that could get a young team to gel quickly, strike, be hot, and then boom, they all go to the NBA. So this is really a reversal for Cal. I, I think it's one of his best coaching jobs over his entire career, what he's done with them. Um, and again, they're in that conversation of those seven to eight teams that I said would have a legitimate shot to win it all. 
Uh, and, and it goes back to what I just said, Randy, a few moments ago, that I think this year, because of the impact of the portal, the impact of the extra year due to the pandemic and all those things, that Kentucky, because they're an experienced team, which, gosh, it just feels weird coming out of my mouth, um, <laughs> puts them in this position to, to not only do what they did, obviously, during the regular season play, but now now you have a postseason tournament coming up, and you have arguably, in the last 20 years, one of the great postseason coaches with a veteran team. So that makes them, you know, doubly dangerous. And one more thing, both polls have Gonzaga one and Arizona two. Gonzaga is unbelievable in that that program is just so good. And we always say, by the way, Sean, that St. Louis U should be the Gonzaga of the Midwest. The the schools are so similar, but what Mark Few has done is absolutely remarkable. And then Arizona has a first-year coach. That's a great traditional program that bounced back in a hurry. Those those top two teams, they should be number one seeds, and they're both legit enough to get to the championship game, aren't they? And I think they're two teams that not a lot of folks in the Midwest East have watched a whole lot of. I mean, I, I will be quite honest. I've only seen Gonzaga play a couple of times. They can really score the basketball. And Mark Few has never not made the tournament. I mean, that is unbelievable <laughs> is. when you look at the, the landscape of college basketball. I, I don't know a whole lot about Arizona other than the Pac-12 is a little better than it's been here in the past. And almost for the whole first half of the season, nobody really knew what was going on with Arizona. I think most people are aware now, but much like in Zaga, they can score the basketball. They're balanced inside and out. Um, and look, if you if you get locked into their their portion of the bracket, I think you're not real happy at this point. We always love to have people on the air that are rooting for the Blues and the Cardinals, and we love having you on the air because you are, and you know so much, and you provide so much great info. Sean Kelly, great to hear your voice. Thanks for talking, and hopefully uh, as we traverse this summer and get ready for college football next year, we'll be doing a lot more. I sure hope so. I appreciate you having me, and really uh, enjoy what we're going to have here, I think, for the rest of the month. All sports across the board, it's going to be good. It's going to be awesome. Thank you, sir. Talk to you soon. Take care, guys. See you later. That is Sean Kelly. He is, well, let me put it this way. If you're listening to a college basketball game on the radio, you won't hear, or a football game, by the way, you won't hear a better play-by-play guy than Sean Kelly. And I have a friend who's got a, uh, an NFL team, uh, who's in charge of broadcasting and looking for a broadcaster. I said, man, Sean Kelly's your guy. Yes. He's that good. He's outstanding. Yeah. So, uh, and and he's got such a good job. He doesn't need it. But he's, (laughs) when you're the number one guy for ESPN radio doing basketball and football, that's all you need to know. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well.
And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.